0: Hello, and welcome to Forget the Numbers, the student accounting show, the occasionally educational podcast that proves you're not totally alone in your ACCA journey, even when it feels like it. Hi, my name is Alan, I'm the Head of Education and Content at LearnSignal. With me today is Etty, LearnSignal's Head of Content Marketing
1: in this week's podcast, we're going to chat about what to do if you failed the last exams and getting back on track for the next set of exams. So... Exam results, I guess, would be a good place to start. No real surprises there from the March sittings?
0: Not really. I think there's the usual ups and downs. Like there's a bit of an issue with P7 this time and the pass rate went mm-hmm. from, I think, 35 to 30. Um, yeah. But then there's some other ones that went up from 40 to 45. And I think each individual exam paper always has its unique mm-hmm. challenges. So I don't think... Um, I saw
1: P- P4 went up a lot from, I think, December 2017 was 33.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and this sitting was 41. So that, you know, big improvement for P1 sitting, Yeah,
0: and it's been, one, it's been a technical one that um, students have been struggling with. And I think it's <laughs> something I've always said about uh, P4 and P6, that they're very technical. So if you're working in finance and tax, you should really try and concentrate on on doing the finance and tax funds. But if it's not something you're mm-hmm. doing every day, they're not naturally easy ones to do. Um, but again, the examiners in P4 have been working really hard in their examiner reports mm-hmm. over the last few sittings to really get the point across about how to pass their exam. So maybe that has been um, paying some dividends for them. So hopefully. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's still like whether you're, it's 30 or 41 That's still a huge amount of very, very, unfortunately, disappointed people um, getting their exam results. I think the average, roughly the average pass rate across all ACCA exams was about 40%, um, Mm -hmm. which is pretty extraordinary to say, if you're sitting in an exam hall, six out of every 10 people that you can see are effectively on average going to fail. It it puts into a bit of context um, how hard the exams are. But I don't think they're making the exams harder. I don't think they're or making them easier. I think it's really, it's kind of up to the student to sometimes bring themselves up to that level and to realise, God, these are yeah. professional exams. I can't study them in a week and a half before the exams.
1: Well, there, let's jump in on that because I think there's a lot of students maybe will be having their second or third or even fourth fail. They're really struggling. You know, let's, let's talk to those students that, need to be stepping up and are wondering what they're doing wrong and how they can change things for the next sittings. What what do you think is the first step if you've just had results that, that aren't what you were hoping for?
0: And and that is the hardest part. And we've had a lot of students in the last week contacting us and they've had five and six failures in the same exam. And one guy sent me his, um, his results sheet to ask for help. And I think it was either P1 or P3. And he had failed P1 or P3 five or six times and got no, hi- got no higher than 42 and no lower than 45. And I think you... you
1: oh, that's hard. It
0: is. And you hit the nail on nail the head there a minute ago. What did they change? Students mm-hmm. think, oh, well, I got 40, so I don't have to change anything. Uh, I, I sometimes think 40 is a bit misleading because you kind of think, oh, I got 40. Just a couple more percent. Um, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'll just do the same thing again. I'll just uh, study a little bit harder in the same ways and I'll be fine next time.
0: Yeah, and it's it's not that because, and the ACCA will say that, and I actually spoke to the ACCA education group the other day, and they strongly believe in, and I agree with them, is that if you're getting anywhere in the 40s, it's mostly exam technique. Not knowledge because if you're getting into the forties, it's the difference between forty and fifty is generally how you're communicating what you know. Because you have to know a good bit to get into that forties. Like if you think about Mm -hmm. it, most college degrees are forty percent pass. So in most arenas or most education areas, you would have passed your exams with forty something. And that extra bit is usually not about knowledge, it's usually about communication. So the key Mm -hmm. thing is to do something different, is to change something. And it could change small things, change where you're studying, change what you're studying, change your mode of studying, even maybe change your yeah. subject. And go back to another one. Uh, it, it's just changing.
1: I think if it's exam technique as well, I think the most important thing will be to do the questions, do the past papers. If you're if you're struggling with exam technique, that's in in one way maybe an easy thing to change. Because if it's if it's knowledge, you're you know, it's maybe something you struggle to understand. Which yeah, you know, the topics can be really difficult. But if it's exam technique, you can hammer it out. Do the past questions. Watch the videos on Signal. Yeah, get the practice. Yeah,
0: and, and even the and it is about practice, and, and it's a, but it's about how you practice. So, and I know we have students and they say to me, oh, I got the videos and I looked at the video and I looked at the tutor doing the question. And I would say, well, did you try to question first? No. Did you try it afterwards? No. Well, like if you like if I watch, um, I don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo play football, (laughs) it doesn't mean I can play football like Cristiano Ronaldo tomorrow. I have I I'm a bit old now, but in in in, in order to do that, I would have had to practice really really hard constantly on my own, make lots of personal efforts and sacrifices in order to be even anywhere like that. And I think that's... That
1: that has a name scientifically. It's called self-testing. Yeah. The the same, if you just copy down notes over and over again, you can trick yourself into thinking you know it, which I think is a lot of students' issue. Um, Because of course you think you know it. If you... Yeah, anyone can copy notes and it's an easy trap to fall into. But it's when you try and explain it to someone that doesn't know the topic or close your books and try and do the questions. That's when you're really learning. It should feel hard.
0: And I think what happens is people lose their confidence. They kind of think, oh, if I do this and I've tried this question and I think I only got 10% of it right and then I feel stupid watching the, the tutor. I'm sorry, there's no excuse to feel stupid watching a tutor online. That tutor doesn't know who you are, doesn't know anything about you. You're watching a recording. Nobody's judging you. And,
1: and, they're, and they're a tutor. Like they, you know, if, if, they, if you don't feel a bit stupid listening to a tutor who is a tutor for the ACCA, then you know, frankly, you're probably way too advanced to the ACCA. You're meant to be learning.
0: Exactly. And the, that's why, so like when you're trying a question, so like the way we do it on Signal, we encourage you to answer, uh, do a question. So you take a question, um, you download it and you try it. And then you have your attempt right in front of you that's when you play the video from the tutor. And the tutor takes you and says, oh, I forgot this. So then you fill in the gaps. And the rate of learning is exponential when you do it that way to when you kind of, as you said, oh, well, I've looked at this video and I've written notes and then I'll write notes on my notes and then I'll write smaller notes on these notes and eventually I'll do down to a page of notes. But if you're not learning that way. You're just handwriting. You're
1: learning your notes. You're <laughs> learning
0: your notes, but you're not learning. And the key thing about ACCA is learning how to apply your information. So when I talk about exam technique earlier, it's not that we, that the ACCA even believes that you have a lack of knowledge. It's your inability to apply that knowledge in this certain situation given to you in the exam. And that's yeah. the difference between passing and failing. It's not so, I use the example of leasing a lot. They say, okay, well, you see leasing in a question and you write everything you know but you're not actually answering somebody's asking you a specific question. And if you think the
1: definition of leasing is X, this is how leasing works. And though in a professional setting, if you, that's not what someone's looking for. They're like, I, I don't care what the definition of leasing is. I want you to fix my leasing problem.
0: Exactly. Or I have two choices. I can buy something or I can lease something. What do you think I should do? And you yeah. don't say, well, before you make your decision, I'm going to tell you exactly what leasing is. You give, them, <laughs> you give them the relevant information to help them. And then you give them a piece of advice at the end and say, I would lease because of this, or I would buy because of this, or I would take this action because of this. And if you could apply everything, just that simple thing in an ACCA exam, if you can remember at the end of every single question to, to just give an opinion or direction or to make sure that you're you have some conclusion that's addressing the exact question being asked, you are hugely increasing your chances of getting to that 50. And, and I, as I said, I completely agree. Yeah, because they're you.
1: designed, it? It reflects the reality of life in the workplace. So that's, I think it, that's the the step when it crosses the exam boundary. It's really what it's setting you up for is your career and in your career, how you'll ask, answer a colleague who asks you or a client who asks you. Um, and I think it's, it's that, that maybe students are forgetting. Um, and when you treat it like an exam, I know it's an exam, but when you treat them like exams rather than like part of your professional career, then that's probably part of the problem.
0: Yeah, more and more ACCA are trying to become industry relevant. They, <laughs> they want the the big companies of the world, the big pharmaceutical companies, the big accounting companies, all those big firms and all those small companies as well. To really believe, wow, when I, get, when I hire somebody that's ACCA qualified, they can hit the ground running. They can help my business straight away. They can give me really useful advice. Really useful advice isn't defining what leasing is. Really useful advice is telling them how to apply uh, an accounting standard or a model to the benefit of the business, that that business will earn more money do more business, make customers more happy and everybody in the long term will be better off. That's it. That's yeah. that's the aim. That's the goal. And every single student should be going into every single exam with that in their mind, that they have to, at some point in every question, aim to provide some kind of answer or conclusion that gets to that point. And, I, yeah, and I think that will get you, you to that 50%.
1: We've, we've said as we said before that it's often the most succinct, ex, I mean, within reason, the most succinct exam papers that are getting the highest marks. And for exactly that reason, if you're speaking to you know, a CEO of some company, they don't have half an hour for you to define leasing for them. Yeah, they have 10 minutes. It's the, in a nutshell. What should I do? You know, what's best for the business?
0: But even if they give you 10 minutes, if you're not getting to the point in the first 30 seconds, they've already lost interest in you. So they only have 10 minutes to give you if the first minute is worthwhile to keep talking to you for the other nine. But if you're telling them something they already know or worse, telling them something they don't know that makes them feel that, that you're cleverer than them and you're still not answering the question or you're showing off your, let's call it academic knowledge and not actually getting to the point, you know, just lose it. And sometimes in your career, you only get one or two opportunities to impress, impress the right people at the right time with your knowledge to really get that opportunity. Because opportunities are a bit about luck and taking advantage of the time. And that's what the ACCA exams are designed to do, In certainly in my opinion, and anything that they've been saying. Um, I think there's a few... Um, hips I guess and I know we've written a blog about this on the on the three things and I think um, the hardest thing is the getting back on your horse after you fail the, the, the exam but like you need to do that now you're well you're at this stage you're a number of weeks away from the exams um, it's time to stop blaming the ACCA for the reason why you failed or blaming yourself or blaming the book. We
1: can share actually there's a video um, one of our tutors all the mcgreal um, yeah. did a, a, a video about this and one of the quotes in it which i really liked was if this is your biggest failure or disappointment in life you should count yourself lucky yeah and i think it is you know wallowing in self-pity i get it and it sucks and we failed and yeah i'm sh- i'm sure there's lots of emotions going on but really wallowing in self-pity will get you nowhere yeah so i
0: think you'll see yeah. it, you'll see it as a cheap lesson at some point in, in your life in the yeah. future um And it's not the worst thing that it's certainly not the worst thing that can ever happen to you. As you
1: say, when when you get that five minute opportunity, that's maybe, you know, comes along once every decade to chat to that CEO. Yeah. You'll make the most of it because you've gone through something like the ACCA that teaches you how to distill your knowledge into succinct soundbites that add value. Yeah. yeah, If you hadn't done that.
0: I think what we'll do is we'll share the blog and we'll share the video Mm -hmm. on our um, podcast page on the website. Um, and
1: that is uh dot forward slash podcast yes
0: so we'll put it up there um thank you i forgot it um, um <laughs> and i think a few things that to, to look at um over... i've got
1: it written down i'm thinking
0: <laughs> <laughs> a few things we look at over the next few weeks ahead of your exams um is yes you have to cover as much tuition as possible but remember the 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 videos that we're telling you are the be all end all of the exam they are the the little bit of content that you need but there's the application that comes from that so it's it's really really important um but you really shouldn't be in the two or three weeks before the exam if you're still studying textbooks or watching our videos, you're really going the wrong way because your exam is not going to be like a textbook. Um, I think it's amazing. There's a quote from the ACCA that they use an awful lot and they say, it's amazing that the first time most students see the exam they're doing is when they go into the exam. And that's really, um, that 's extraordinary, and I think one of the things that I harp on about so many times and the students from Learn Signal, certainly who are listening to this will know i 'm um, like a, a little woodpecker <laughs> saying, "Mock exam, mock exam, <laughs> mock exam, mock exam, and um, yeah. I just think, forget about how you feel afterwards, forget about you might have passed or failed it 's just sitting down. And that the first day when you go into your exam, that should not be the first time you see your paper. And just because you've done F5 doesn't prepare you for F6. Some yeah. people say, oh, I've done ACT exams before. I don't need to do. Every paper is different. Or
1: even like, just because you did F5 and got you know, 46% doesn't mean you're prepared for F5. That if, you've, if you failed the paper, you need to be g- going back as if you haven't sat the paper before, I think.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think
1: that's important
0: um and then there's exam technique and we'll be holding some webinars and, and look out on our website and our messages we'll be holding some webinars in the next few weeks leading up to the exams um but there's two easy tips for the exams answer all the questions i, I get so many emails from students who say oh well i answered 75 percent of the questions i thought i'd finish a question really well and start on a new one that like, if you answered 75 percent of the questions that means you have to get 50 marks out of 75 so mm-hmm. if you think about that, that's the equivalent of getting 70% out of 100, 70% in your exam. Yeah. That's a really tough mark to get. So like you're just, you're you're setting yourself up to fail if you're not answering all the questions. Mm-hmm. And I, Well, it touch- comes
1: back to this succinct thing. People say, yeah, if a lot of people are saying that it's because they've run out of time to answer all the questions. But the reason they're running out of time is often students will write, yeah, even double what they needed to get the marks because they're saying everything they... They know about the topic. Whereas if you're succinct, you have so much more time.
0: But there's only so many marks to give. So it's it's like I was at a webinar with the ACCA the other day on marking. And one of the things they say if it's a 10 mark question, the likelihood is it's five by two marks. So five pretty good points. So if you write 10 pretty good points, you'll only get a maximum of 10 marks. If you write yeah, fit, there's no bonus there's points. There's no bonus you... points. so <laughs> don't give you extra marks. So if you've made six good points, but the marking scheme is yeah. five good points give you 10 marks. You've just wasted time answering another question by answering your six point. Mm-hmm. So they don't give you, they don't give you marks for another question because yeah. you've answered this one really well.
1: Oh, this person got 46, but they obviously tried really hard, so let's bump them up to a pass. It,
0: do- it that doesn't work that <laughs> way. It, it just never works that way, unfortunately. I
1: bet a lot of people wish it did, though. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that we're doing, and people can do this themselves if they want to, but certainly um, look out and learn in LearnSignal the next while and we'll be getting in touch with students, is that we're doing a boot camp for exams, so students can choose to opt oh, okay. in. Oh, yeah, these
1: will be super valuable. Everyone should do this. Yeah,
0: and we'll be we, what we'll be doing is we'll be sending an email out to you every day, and for your paper. So if you're doing I don't know P four, um, every day you'll get an email pointing you to um, a learn signal page for that day, and it'll tell you what you need to study, the minimum amount you need to study on P four that day. So in likelihood, it'll be oh watch this video and try this question. We'll be putting extra questions on up, up on the site um, for people to look at. We'll be we'll be giving access to our members to all the solutions Um, we'll be referring to key ACCA articles that the examining team have written so in that 21 days it's all about exam technique so definitely look out for that and I recommend um, everybody to join that um, because it's not uh, let's Try and get those forties into fifties because there's a huge amount of those forties. Like if if we got fifty percent, if fifty percent of all the forties in ACCA got to fifties, the ACCA pass rate would increase greatly right across the board. And believe me, the ACCA would be really happy with that. They don't have a goal. They don't have bell curves. They don't have. They would (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, it's never possible in any exam, but they'd like to see everybody pass they not a. Yeah. It's not a scheme. It's not a plan. Yeah,
1: they're so they're so happy when the pass rates go up. Yeah, that's you, you what read their want. press releases and stuff. But I just um, would add this is a bit of a shameless plug. But I did. Um, I was reading this quote earlier, and I thought it was really nice from the ACCA saying, as always, students attending our approved learning providers continue to get stronger pass rates. Yeah. Um, so I would just point out, LearnSignal are a Gold Approved Learning Provider. Um, and it is because we're doing things like this with these boot camps. And so it is genuinely, you know, if you do one thing differently, that's going to help you pass and you haven't been using Signal yet, then that is going to be something that will help prepare you much better than what you're doing already
0: i couldn't have said that better myself so,
1: oh, there we go <laughs> should we, we end on that i note? think that's a
0: perfect way to end um, <laughs> um we'll talk to uh, everybody next time thank you etty
1: <laughs> thank you alan and we'll
0: be in touch soon bye guys
1: bye guys